This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The organization Undoing Tax Abuse, Outer, uh, uh, say they are disappointed that the uh, that government insists on pushing ahead with a car powership deal. The Turkish gas to power ships have been given access to dock in Durban, Nuha in the Eastern Cape, and Saldana Bay. Um, Outer approached the courts to challenge the National Energy Regulator of South Africa for granting three ships a distribution or generation licenses before they even receive their envir- environmental assessment and the whole financial closure. Let's get more from uh, Executive Director of Accountability of the Accountability Division um, at Outer, Advocate Stephanie Fick on the line. Good morning to you and thank you for joining us. Good morning, TGS only. Thank you for having me. So there's been two challenges with the car power. I mean, initially there was a court challenge to the process um, that was or at least one of the bidders that were uh, challenged the appointment or the, the, the granting of this uh, contract, if you like, or, or the appointment of car power to be an alternative uh, energy producer. Uh, that challenge was unsuccessful in court. Um, in fact, uh, it were courts ruled in favor of car power. Now you are you are coming with a different uh, cha- uh, challenge altogether. You are going for you are saying that uh, there was no approval from uh, an environmental ag- uh, impact point of view first. Yes, so we tackling this. So because you must remember, they the regulators. They must ensure that everything is in place. And what we find fascinating is that you know these car power. Um, um, ships have now got um, generation licenses without there being financial closure, without them having environmental um, authorizations. And how do you, you know, for us it's mind-boggling to think, but how on earth do you give them um, generation licenses if if you don't know whether, um, you know, they're going to get environmental authorization? But I think the biggest problem is the cost. Um, this is going to cost South Africans an enormous amount of money. If you think that your electricity account is high at the moment, wait until car power ships is here. At 500 billion, and that's an estimate, because they said it's going to cost around 200 billion. But that was before the war and before gas prices, um, you know, shot through the roof. You're going to pay an enormous amount um, for maybe one stage of load shedding. Mm. Here's the thing, though. I mean, if, if it is a, an emergency measure to say that uh, we need something to urgently to mitigate uh, the, 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 the pressure on the grid here and uh, the, the load shedding that we're contending with, that uh, as, uh, as far as alternatives go, car power presents you with the best option in terms of uh, immediate supply and not something that will have long lead times. Yeah. Um, I want to I wanna differ with that sort of rhetoric. If you call power, if they get the, let's say, it's good for the environment, they come, come online. Um, in Brazil, for example, it took them nearly a year to get up and running. It's not a plug-and-play option at all. 
So if you then consider it's going to, because they will bring in their ships, but then they will have to be connected. They, you know, we need to build the infrastructure, etc. So I can tell you that it will probably be around a year before they are functioning. One state of load sharing, bad for the environment. Don't know if it will create jobs. And maybe, again, one stage of load sharing, increased um, electricity tariffs. Isn't it worth it to look at alternatives? This emergency was definitely created by government. They knew since 1998 that we're going to have a crisis with electricity. What did they do? They built Madupi and, and, and Kusili, who's not online yet because of the corruption. I think if we put the same amount of energy into you know the way we're trying to push through coal power ship and we try and get different alternatives on the grid i think we will have um you know we will have electricity for the citizens of south africa for south africa right now uh, the I mean, it seems a bit odd that, uh, you know, all of these steps uh, would have been skipped. I don't know whether there is a provision for them to actually uh, bypass these uh, skips. But I wanted to get uh, also something else. I mean, because you are highlighting a number of issues, not only just the environmental uh, impact, but the duration of the project is an issue for you. Would you hold a different view if the duration of the contract were for a shorter period? I do think it will create a better impression. Um, we are currently busy with um, um, in taking nurses to, to court is also to get the contract because we do not understand the money. But yes, in principle, if um, we um, you know look at the contracts, the money is is not too bad. You know, we're not paying more than we are supposed to. Then a, maybe a four-year, five-year sounds better. Although I can tell you that the Minister of Finance, Ngonongwana, um, did say that if we look at a reduced period, you're going to pay even more. So um, we will have to look at the numbers. But logically, um, you know, if you look at, if you think about an emergency situation, I agree with you, a reduced, like maybe five years, may make more sense. So now the the action that you are pursuing, who are the respondents here? Because I'm also curious as to where um, where energy, uh, where the Department of Environment uh, um, stands on this matter. Because you've got uh, two departments that are now opposed to each other here. Yes, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, the. The department of, uh, that is supposed to give the environmental authorizations, um, uh, we also saw that, um, um, you know, there was a bit of a, um, let's call it a, a, a difference of opinion, you know, because of the ports. Transnet said they need the one port to, um, you know, for their purposes. So, but what will be, I think, very telling is, um, firstly, let me say this, the regulator, which is NURSA, Nurse is supposed to, you know, look at the bigger picture and should be separate from, you know, um, I want to say departments. They should hold the departments to account. The same with um, the Department of Environmental Affairs. Um, And hopefully they won't buckle under political pressure. Um, um, And that if if the ships is bad for our environment, which, you know, if you you listen to to all the facts Mm. out there, it is, 
you know, for 20 years, um, you know, in your oceans, it, it's not going to be a good thing. So, yes, you have these um, departments bumping heads, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but what is worrying is that there should be no political interference, that um, we are not, um, um, you know, forcing departments to make a decision because you have, you know, a, a, a political idea. All right. That's it. Uh... Uh, Advocate Stephanie Ficker, Executive Director of Accountability Division at the Organization Undoing Tax Abuse. Thank you for joining us. It's only a pleasure. Thank you. All right. We would uh, we had put in a request uh, to um, you know for to the Department of uh, Mineral Resources uh, to um, speak to us about where, what their position is and also to respond to these charges, if I can call them that. Uh, um, that uh, you know, said, uh, you know that some steps may have been missed here. Um, you know, the Department of Mineral Resources themselves saying that they are also still busy with an environmental uh, uh, impact assessment. So I wonder whether the approval that's been given to Car Power does that make it provisional or what is the um, the case? We were asking you the question as well. Where do you stand on this matters? Should we just deal with the crises that we have right now and let the future take care of itself? Are we going to take that kind of uh, short-termist uh, view of things? Um, for me, it is a, it's one that I'm totally conflicted on. I'm not, even sure, I'm not sure where, where I stand on these matters. Where Do you deal with the uh, crisis that we have right now of uh, energy? Uh, do you deal with the ongoing crisis of employment in, a, in as far as you want to close coal mines and that kind of stuff, um, all in the name of protecting the environment. And no one is underplaying or downplaying the importance of looking after the environment. Because unfortunately, the way these things work is that it's not going to be us, maybe they're going to feel the the impact of this, but uh, future generations, our children, and then their children that are going to have to deal with it in the same way as we are now saddled with uh, climate change um, uh, issues because of the decisions that were taken by People 50 years ago, people who were developing their economies and now have got these strong economies. So where do you stand on that one? Should it be, uh, should we prioritize our economic development and our growth and forget about that and let uh, issues around the environment be someone else's concern, so to speak? Zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. And is that even the right way of framing the discussion? Zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. I'd like you to weigh in on that one. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.